This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 24. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thanks for listening, everyone. Today, I'm throwing down another MKM challenge. Yes, the challenges continue, my friends. We're going to be talking about how we can get our kids to help out with the daily chores around the house and get them to understand that with that hard work comes reward. But first... I want to recap last month's challenge and share how the Hill family fared in reducing our whopping grocery expenses. <laughs> As a reminder from last month, we were spending around 900 bucks on groceries each month for our family of four, and we have two little guys, so it's really like a family of 2.5. Since our little guys don't eat that much, our $900 monthly grocery bill was a little out of control in our opinion and the collective opinion of a personal finance group that I'm in. Nevertheless, we set out to reduce our grocery bill by one-third. So, 900 bucks to about $600. So, how'd we do? Drum roll, please. We ended up at $632. Bucks. We dropped our grocery bill in one month, by $268. My wife and I are fired up about the savings. Uh, We were talking about it yesterday. If we get to $300 savings per month, which we think we could do, we are pretty damn close. (laughs) Um, We'll be saving around $3,600 per year. With that kind of money, we could go on a super nice tropical vacation in the middle of our freezing cold Michigan winters. We would love that. So, how'd we do it? We talked a little bit about these uh, on the show uh, about four weeks ago, but let me recap how exactly we did it to share the success with you guys. It was for three major reasons. Number one, we started shopping weekly and sticking to it. We had been you know, shopping weekly in the past, but really it was kind of here or there, and um, sometimes if we needed something needed, quote-unquote, we would stop in and buy it and do a little impulse buying. So we really stuck to the weekly shopping, and that really helped us to make sure our the food that we had in our house was eaten, and we weren't overbuying on impulse things that weren't needed. Number two, we used a written list, and it uh, helped us. We collaborated using that on our iPhones. There's a little app called lists and you can sync it up with two phones and I can add things and Nicole can add things. And um, when we visited for the grocery shopping, we would only buy those items that we needed. Those are two things that we had been doing in the past, but not, not disciplined very well. The last one was the biggest reason we both agree for the savings. And that was switching from Kroger to Aldi. Aldi has some majorly lower prices compared to Kroger. When we went to Kroger, we'd typically walk away with around 200 bucks of groceries each week. With Aldi, that same load of groceries, not really buying anything different, 
we'd walk away spending closer to 100 bucks. Now, we still hit up Costco for some items like meat and paper products, but we actually found that there were quite a few things that were still less expensive at Aldi versus Costco. And Costco's always thought of as the, you know, the bulk buying, uh, you know, way of, of going and saving money. So, for example, we bought grass-fed beef from Aldi for around $5 per pound, and a similar package at Costco was around $7 per pound. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it really adds up. I spoke to M. Rodak, who is a mother of four kids, so a family of six, and she swears by Aldi to keep her monthly grocery expenses low. Here's a short recap of our conversation where she highlights the success her family has had with Aldi. Thanks for joining today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Cool. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Well, I am one half of the Married and Harried team. Uh, I write a blog about uh, personal finance and frugal living with my husband, Mike, and we have four kids. Uh, He works full-time as a mechanical engineer, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I have a small sewing business as my side hustle, but mostly I'm just wrangling our four crazy kids. Excellent. Very cool. Very cool. It sounds like a busy and fun life that you guys lead, especially with four four kids. Yes, definitely busy. <laughs> so those those four kids, they uh, they need to eat, don't they? Yes, they do. They, From time to time, they do say they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how actually you and I started uh, uh, chatting a little bit. Uh, it sounds like you've had a lot of experience um, in your family of six in dominating the the grocery expenses. Could you? Um, could you t- talk to us a little bit about your experience and in, in, in tackling this big beast with a family of six? Yes. Um, so really when we first got married, Mike was uh, – he was spending hardly anything on groceries, you know, living as a bachelor. He, you know, he, he ate, you know, pretty much really cheaply. And then we got married and I started actually like cooking like real food for us. And our, our grocery bills went like through the roof. It's almost embarrassing when we look back at the numbers to see what we were spending on the two of us per month. And then, um, then we had our first child and uh, I wasn't working for a little while. I took some time off from work. And so then it was sort of like, okay, now we need to actually like do something about the groceries. So um, enter Aldi. Uh, we started shopping there. We had one that was probably 20 minutes, a half hour from our house. And then one was built five minutes from us, like around the time my son, my oldest, was like two months old. So. We used to shop at Aldi every two weeks because of how far we had to drive to get there. But once um, the Aldi was built right near us, then I could go once a week and it wasn't a big deal. And so we got the advice to shop there from my mother-in-law because Mike is the oldest of nine kids. So that's where she had been doing a lot of shopping. Wow. Three costs down. And so we were like, well, we need to check this out and try it. Um, and so right away we realized it was you know, a lot less money than the regular grocery store. Um, so it was definitely a way for us to kind of keep our costs down somewhat. So, but it wasn't until probably the last two or three years when after my daughter was born, our youngest, that we really uh, got a really good hold on how much we were spending on groceries and really were able to bring um, the monthly budget way down. So let's talk about that. So um, your, your daughter was born. Where were you guys spending uh, grocery-wise around that time? Uh, around the time, especially because, you know, it's one of those things where when you're pregnant and very pregnant, it's just sort of like you just don't have the energy. So there was definitely a lot of buying things. And I were like, well, these were convenience items, you know, and things like that. So probably around that time, we were probably spending 
closer to like 800, maybe 850 a month. And this was, you know, probably before and shortly after she was born. Mm -hmm. Um, So for a family of five or six people, 800 to 850 a month. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's still pretty pretty good because well maybe maybe I'm just horrible because my my wife my wife my wife and I um, before we uh, started investigating this uh, grocery saving opportunity we're spending around nine hundred bucks a month between us and our two two young kids and our kids are five and and three you know so it's so I I think you were still doing a good job but it sounds like with these changes you made. Uh, it even went down further. So where where are you guys nowadays in your in your spending? Now we're we hover around seven hundred a month, and that includes some paper products. So it's not strictly food. There are some paper products that we buy, and then it also includes us buying alcohol from time to time. So um, all that's in there. Sometimes I've I've been as low as like six hundred for a whole month of food. Um, and every so often I'm all the way up to 800, but that's usually because it's like a holiday or something. Right. And so we're having family over or something like that, but usually it's 700. That's cool. So what would you attribute to the, uh, the, you know, it sounds like almost a couple hundred bucks a month on average. What would you attribute to that, that success? Do you think a lot of it's due to this, these, these Aldi visits? A lot of it's due to Aldi and a lot of it's due to meal planning and being really, really strict about my meal planning. Um, I used to just sort of make a meal plan, but then if I decided I didn't really feel like, you know, making whatever I had planned, I might plan, I might do something else. Um, or I would just, I would plan things to eat, but I didn't really look at what I was, I, I didn't plan around sales if Aldi happened to have a sale going on on something. And I also didn't really plan uh, around the actual ingredients that I would need per for each meal, basically. Now what I do is I kind of try to plan, and if I can, I try to repeat ingredients throughout the week, so I'm having to buy less items overall at the grocery store. Um, and then we also are really good about eating our leftovers, which uh, there's a lot of people that don't eat leftovers, and <laughs> a lot of food goes to waste. Yeah. So, And I always say to people, if you're not going to eat leftovers, then you have to learn how to cook like the exact amount of food that you need, so that if you are throwing away, it's like you know a tablespoon of something as opposed to a whole meal's worth of whatever it is you have left over. Yeah. No, and we, we, uh, we've been trying to do that lately, too, where my... Uh, well, you know, we'll have a great dinner and then I'll bring it to work the next day too. So that saves me on going out for lunch at work, which I used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that I completely agree with you. Leftovers are sometimes leftovers taste better than the real thing. Sometimes depending <laughs> on what you're cooking, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so I, I've spoken to some people I've heard that, um, people are fearful of doing like an Aldi thing because they they don't mind spending a lot on their groceries because they want to eat healthy. Uh, do you feel like you're sacrificing um, your your family's health by going to Aldi? Oh, definitely not. We, I mean, you they have fresh produce there, so we eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. They have organics there, so you can buy organic produce there. Um, they have, I mean, certainly you could spend your money on a lot of processed stuff at Aldi, but you could spend a lot of money on processed foods at the regular grocery store too. Um, so it's just a matter of finding finding the good stuff and, and knowing that it's available and that it's there. I think 
there's also this common misconception from a lot of people that they don't understand how Aldi works and how they keep their prices down. So I know there's people that think that Aldi only sells like expired or almost expired groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I'm so that's one of the things where, you know, just go in there and take a look around. That's what I right. tell people, like, just take a look and see, even if you don't want to shop there or go with someone, you know, who shops there so they can show you how it all works and what's good to buy, what they really like, you know, what they've tried. Um, and, and see that it's it's really it's you know, a great store and great stuff. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that we we eat healthy, especially. I mean, we Mike and I we're salad eaters. Like we just we love salad, and we always say we could probably eat it every meal of the day and be okay with that. So, but buying produce, I feel like at the regular grocery store can get pretty pricey. But at Aldi, it's totally possible to have you know fresh produce and eat it all the time. So. So we're not saying collectively here that hey, you go to Aldi, you're going to save a lot of money, but you're going to have to eat crap. Uh, in order to in order to do that, we're we're saying that actually you're going to save money and be healthy as well. Correct. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I, I mean, this is like a freaking commercial for for, for Aldi. <laughs> I know. And Mike was saying to me, he was like, "You need to point out that we're in no way being compensated by Aldi. Exactly. We just love that place." Absolutely. I mean, I mean, so Nicole and I, my wife and I, are going through like a you know a challenge this month to try to bring that nine hundred dollar number down, mm-hmm. and we've been. <clears throat> We've been working at it for this past at least just four weeks. I mean, I know mm-hmm. you guys have been doing it for a couple of years now, and I don't. The numbers aren't completely done because we still got a couple couple days left in the month. But we're looking at it like at least a three hundred dollars savings from wow. just weekly planning and going to Aldi. So, and in the beginning, we did the same thing. We walked into the store and we're like, "All right, is this place like? What's wrong with it? Where are the rats? Yeah. You know where." <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a fine grocery store, and you know, there's just a little quirks. Maybe you could talk about some of the quirks that are are different from from uh, from your typical grocery store, like the the I'm thinking about like the the grocery cart with the quarter, yes. things yeah. like that. Would you mind talking about a couple of those things? Yeah, I mean, I always tell people it's it's a no frills shopping experience. So uh, you and that's that's how they keep their costs down because they're you're not paying for all the extras that you pay for at the regular grocery store. So like at Aldi to get a cart, you have to take a quarter with you and you there's a little thing on the front of the cart and you put it in there and that unlocks your cart and you use it to shop in the store. And then when you're done, you put your cart back, lock it in place and you get your quarter back. So you're renting a cart to shop. But because they do it this way, they don't have to pay an employee to go out there and collect all the carts and bring them back in. The people that shop there do it themselves, so that's one of the ways where they save money and they pass that savings on to us as the consumer. If you want to bag your groceries, you bring your own bags or you purchase bags at Aldi because they don't just give their bags away like they do at the regular grocery store. So so one of the ways you can save is bring your own bags or a lot of people just as they're shopping grab empty boxes that are, you know, throughout the store and pack their groceries into those empty boxes. Mm. So another way that you can save money, but, you know, they don't have anybody that bags for you, you bag your own stuff. Um, another thing they, they do, you'll notice that shopping at Aldi is they don't have a, I mean, they've got a nice selection, but like they don't have 20 different brands of ketchup. They've got like two, two different kinds that you can choose from basically. And that's how it is with like a lot of their products. They don't have tons of variety, but that's one of the ways that they, because they make all their own products. So that's another way that they keep the cost down. And with all of their savings, they pass it on to us as the consumer. Hmm. That's excellent. Yeah, no, I've noticed a lot of those things too. And, you know, one other thing is that the general beautiful organization that you might see at a Kroger or, uh, another, uh, you know, another, um, 
grocery store is not there as well. Like you're not going to have, you know, signs at the top indicating exactly where everything is. It's it's a little bit of you know find you know adventure for yourself to find everything. But the the store, I don't know about your stores that are near you, aren't that big, so they're really not that intimidating to to look right. for the things you need where you need to go. Yeah, and I feel like at this point I've been shopping at Aldi for so long that when I go like to our regular grocery store, it's like so big and there's I feel like it's like almost too many choices yeah. and like sensory overload. Like I know what I'm looking for, but I don't want to have to search through like 20 different brands and sizes and flavors to find mm-hmm. the exact one that I want. Where at Aldi, I walk in, I know exactly where it is and I can be in and out in an hour or less and that's with buying all my stuff and bagging everything. I can't do that if I try to do that at the regular grocery store. So Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Well, you know, for a family of six doing what you guys are doing, it's, it's so important, obviously, to, to maintain the, the costs of, of living and food is, man, that can, that can spiral out of control if you really, if you really want to go, go, cra- go crazy on your, your spending from eating out to eating out for lunch every day you know, at work and then going to the expensive grocery store not looking for the deals. I mean, this, your bill could be easily $1,200, $1,500 a month if you don't really pay attention to it, especially with a family of six. Mm-hmm. So kudos for uh, 
for taking care of your family and eating healthy, but also doing it in a smart, frugal way. That's 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 my type. That's my type of uh, my type my type of shopper. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, thanks for taking the time, Em. Um, would you uh, maybe tell us a little bit about where people can follow you and learn more about your savvy shopping ways? Uh, yeah, well, you can find us on our blog, marriedandharried.com. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at MarriedHarried. There's no and in there. I don't know why we couldn't put an and. But <laughs> um, and then you can also follow us on Pinterest, and you can just search Married and Harried on Pinterest, and you'll find um, us on Pinterest as well. Excellent. Well, thanks for connecting today. I really appreciate it. And thanks for sharing your, your story on some big savings for your family. Thank you so much. So in short, my friends, if you're looking to drop your grocery bill and have more money each month, please check out Aldi. It's totally worth it. And by the way, I, I, Aldi's not paying me anything for this. <laughs> well, I guess they're saving me uh, 300 bucks a month. So uh, I, I owe them that. Uh, but <laughs> after one month of saving 300 bucks, almost 300 bucks, Nicole and I are now Aldi Believers. Shoot me an email if you have any questions about our shopping adventures, the ins and outs, andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. All right, now let's jump into this month's challenge. My goal is to get my daughter Zoe focused on helping out more around the house. I remember when I was a kid, we had a chore chart list, and if I completed all of my tasks, I would get an allowance. It helped me to correlate hard work with a reward. And I want to do the same thing for Zoe. My daughter Zoe's only five years old, so I can't exactly get her to shovel the walkway or cut the grass quite yet. (laughs) There are a lot of other activities we can get her to help with, though. Now, the nitty-gritty details of what chores to do or what activities to do, uh, we we got kind of detailed together, my wife and I, this weekend. We want her to do some chores around the house just because she's a member of the family, and that's what you do as a member of the family. And other chores she'll receive money. Some of those family chores include brushing her teeth, getting dressed, making her bed with our help, setting the table before dinner, and then clearing the dishes afterward. And uh, those are things that Zoe can do as just a part of the family. And that's, you know, when you're a Hill family member, you got to contribute. And then we talked about some good money chores for a five-year-old. Our goal was to choose money chores that were simple enough for Zoe to do by herself or with minimal help from us chores that were actually helpful for us. Like we would be like, we, we'd be decently impressed that she got it done. It would be helpful because we do so many things all week uh, already. Um, and then, um, not too many chores that will overwhelm her and, and us on the supervision side each week. So we chose uh, three activities per week that would uh, hopefully, you know, engage Zoe, but also be enough, you know, to, to have her understand hard work, but not get overwhelmed. So here are those three money chores we chose. Number one, Zoe will help us with the laundry by matching socks and putting away her clothes in her drawers after they're folded. We actually did this last night with her, and she, <laughs> she did a great job. She did a great job, actually. She got pretty excited about it. Number two... We have a small kid-sized vacuum that we're going to have Zoe run in our kitchen once a week. Now, our kids get more food on the floor than they get in their mouths, so this quick cleanup will actually be pretty helpful for Nicole and I um, and having a cleaner kitchen. And then number three, once the dishwasher is finished with its cycle, 
we're going to have Zoe put away the silverware and the kid dishes, the things that are low enough for her to grab uh, once a week. So when Zoe completes one of those tasks, we're going to have a dollar for her. We're going to give her a dollar. If she completes all three money tasks, we're going to give her three bucks per week, $12 per month, 150 bucks per year. That's some pretty good money for a five-year-old. (laughs) so to help her with the organization of where that money goes we developed three jars for zoe we did this about a year or so ago Uh, one is labeled save one is labeled spend and then one is labeled give we did it a year ago but we really haven't been very disciplined about a system for these jars but our mkm challenge will force me and my wife to focus on making her chores and the use of those jars a habit so going forward we're going to have Zoe put $1 in each jar per week. So let's talk about what those jars are. The save jar is focused on the bigger ticket items she wants to buy. For example, she wants to buy the new Moana movie on DVD so she can watch it at home a gabillion times. Have you guys ever seen this movie? It actually has some pretty catchy music. We've been doing karaoke at home, and I do that um, You're Welcome song, The Rock does. It's pretty sweet, so check it out on karaoke. (laughs) I swear, I used to be into indie rock music in my mid-20s. Now, the only music I know is from the latest Disney movie. It's, it's quite depressing and, and quite awesome at the, same time. <laughs> at the same time. All right, I digress. Uh, the spend jar will serve as her quick purchase jar. So if she wants to buy something at the dollar store or the local convenience store, like some candy or stickers or puzzles or tiny toys, she can use her money from the spend jar. And then lastly, the give jar, we will hold her savings for moments when she wants to give to her family, a charity, or someone in need. We were driving by a man on the side of the highway who was holding up a sign recently that said, hungry and homeless. Uh, Without being prompted, Zoe said, daddy, mommy, I can give that man some of the money from my give jar. And my wife and I looked at each other in the car. This was a super proud parent moment. We were going, uh, and you know, we didn't. She didn't have her money at that at that moment. But uh, we're we're going to be driving by this man again on Tuesday, and Zoe's going to be bringing her dollar that she earned, and she's going to give it to him. So, I think she's getting it, which is good. So I'm excited to get this challenge going this month. Uh, I think it'll help Zoe feel like a contributing Hill family member. It'll get her in the habit uh, at a young age of being helpful. And her money chores will help her uh, buy some things that she's excited about or give to people that she loves. If you're interested in joining me for this MKM challenge this month, here are my suggested steps for success. And again, I'm a novice at this, so please take this with a grain of salt. But these are some of the things I've read and some of the things that we've been doing already to, to help Zoe be successful. So number one, determine what chores your kids should be paid for and what chores they should do as a member of the family. If you need a guide, I've listed a suggested chore list by age that I've put on my website at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session24. I know that everybody is not does not have a five-year-old, so uh, it really varies between the age groups, you know, all the way down from three to four years old, all the way up to teenagers. So I've put a list in there. For your reference, again, marriagekidsmoney.com slash session 24. Number two, create those jars we spoke about. Save, spend, and give. We use some clear mason jars instead of a piggy bank 
so Zoe can physically see her money grow. And we like to wad up the dollars and throw them in there so they it looks like the jar is bursting. So it'll hopefully encourage her to earn more and help out more. I've got a picture of those jars as well that I put on that same link that I shared with you guys. Again, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 24 so you can see what those jars look like. Number three, when the chore is done, inspect their work and make sure they did it right. This isn't so you can be a tough you know, boss or slave driver. It's more so they know that you're engaged as the parent and you care about the hard work they're doing for the family. It makes them feel good. And then number four, make a big deal about it when they're done. This is the this is a great time for hugs and kisses and big compliments. I feel like Zoe has done her chores in the past more for my accolades than the dollar she gets. She gets really excited when I tell her she's done a great job and give her a big hug. And then number five, help your child spend, save, and give responsibly. So for the spend part, take them to the store, encourage them to pay at the counter with their own money so they can see how the process works. It's really fun. We did this with Zoe and it also gets her to be more uh, outgoing, you know, and speaking to the clerk and, and asking for her change and things like that. So it's a good, it's a good life lesson as well. And then with the save jar, if they save up a bunch of money for something big, maybe you can meet them in the middle of you know, if you want, for example, if your kid saves up 50 bucks for a hundred dollar Amazon fire tablet, match the other 50. If you can, the, the, the fact that they saved up 50 bucks is pretty huge. So reward them. And then with the give jar, help them understand the importance of giving. This is something that I'm personally going to be working on myself. Um, you know, showcasing the charitable giving. Sometimes we do a lot of online giving and it just automatically goes through Uh, through our bank account, but we want to be able to demonstrate that to our kids as well. Um, And then on the gifting side, you know, if they buy a gift with their money, be sure that they're the ones that physically give it so they can experience the joy that, that comes from giving and making somebody truly happy. I hope all you parents join me in this challenge. The best way to strengthen our family trees is by helping our kids understand responsibility and how hard work equals reward. So the challenge has been laid down, everyone. Who is in with me? Please leave me a comment at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session24 in the comments section and let me know how you're getting your kids to be money-smart, hard workers. On the first Monday of next month, I'll share how Zoe's doing with her new chore system and I'll lay down a new monthly money challenge, MKM challenge. If you're on Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest and you want to get more Marriage, Kids, and Money fun, please follow me at Andy Hill MKM on all of those channels. I'm the same little handle there. Andy Hill MKM. That's A-N-D-Y-H-I-L-L-M-K-M. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Anonymous. Hmm, Anonymous. He must have been some ancient kind of ancient philosopher. Oh, Anonymous. Never mind. Children thrive when parents set before them increasingly difficult, but always meetable challenges. Let's create winners out of those kiddos. Carpe diem. <laughs>